You are listening to the Hingework Podcast, a conversation about creativity, joy, and authenticity from the overflow of true community. Uh, so th- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Can we just get serious, guys? Let's please be Come serious. On. Let's just like take so, a breath. Hi, <laughs> uh, welcome to the Hingework Podcast. My name is Gabe. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm Kent. And I'm smiling too much. And uh, today we have... Andrea Dougherty. Hey! <laughs> How are you doing this morning? Good. It's Good. not the it's morning. It's actually afternoon, though. It is <laughs> 2 Wake up, PM. Gabe! <laughs> it's morning somewhere. It is. I That's an accurate That's actually my uh, formal greeting is morning to everybody. Okay, that's fair. Always. Mm-hmm. Even at night. And like the goal is to get them to say morning back to you. Because it's such a like an automated response. You're like, "Hey, morning!" Like, "Oh, morning!" Yeah, you reciprocate what someone says. Yeah, exactly. You. It's great, hmm. um, especially when it's like pitch black out. Psychological. <laughs> People get so confused. Um, they should. Oh yeah, and, it's like, <laughs> and they like they respond back, "Morning," and then they like scratch their head for a bit. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Incredible. Uh, you should try it. You I will really try it. Yeah, I will. Good it's, morning. Well, no, 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 no. Just uh, morning. Just. Morning. Not good morning. <laughs> no, I no. mean, I think it's okay to take your own take on it. Yeah, thank you. So. But if you if it's too long, they get they get yeah they get what you know. Nope. They just don't. It, it like they have time to process it. Right. Good morning. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's that would that scare really me bad. if I was walking down the road at <laughs> yeah. night. Like, yeah. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> just be really concerned for everything there. <laughs> oh. Boy. Oh man. So uh, Andrea, tell us a little bit about yourself. What yeah. do you do? Oh my word, what do I do? Oh well, my goodness. Right I have spot. many uh hats. I am a daughter, a wife, a friend, mom to a fur child named Toby. He's a little Toby. miniature golden doodle. Um and I'm also a photographer. Yes. Um and it's one of my favorite things in the world and I feel super fortunate that I'm able to do something that I love and really have a heart passion for day to day. Um, I don't feel the same way about the accounting, but that's a means to an end. It has to be done. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, that's kind of me in a nutshell. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so how long have you been shooting for? Like what got you into it? Um, well, you'll read this on many photographer about sections, but when I was younger, (laughs) I was kind of always the friend in the group that had a camera. My parents, um, for Christmas gave me a little Canon power shot, like the yeah. size of the palm of my hand. Yep. And I was always taking, uh, some actually pretty cool, but mostly weird blade of grass type pictures, yeah. Yeah. pictures of friends. Yes. <laughs> um, so that was in middle school really when I started enjoying taking pictures. Then in high school, I took a few film photography and digital photography classes and sort of faded away from that, went to college. Um, I majored in anthropology, which is the study of people and cultures. I love people, um, which is, I think, why I love photography so much, because you're invited into moments. People are sharing their lives with you. It's intimate. It's so personal, and I love that. Um, And then when I graduated... I had planned to go abroad and do mission work in Africa, but God had different plans. I met my husband. Um, we got married. Yes, Brent Doherty. Come shout on, out. Shout out. <laughs> about your boy. Um, yeah, so I met him. We got married a few months after I graduated. Um, 
I kind of thought, as many college graduates do, that I would just get a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that was a thing, but it mm-hmm. wasn't. Um, and I went through a period of being pretty depressed. Um, and oddly enough, our wedding photographer asked me to start shooting with her, Megan Keller. Megan. Shout out to Megan. <laughs> She's amazing. Yeah, she is. She invited me to start shooting alongside her. She gave me a camera to borrow for almost a year. Wow. And awesome. I just started shooting for fun yeah. in my life mm-hmm. and people and casually. And then eventually, um, neighbors of ours were getting married in a really intimate backyard ceremony and they didn't want all the hubbub, I guess, of a professional yeah. photographer. So they asked me and that's really where it all started. It was so totally good. not in my plan. Um, there's a lot more details to that whole story, but that's, that's the short version that mm-hmm. God, you know, he shows up in the most crazy ways and just says, what are you even doing trying to figure out what you're going to do with your life? Yeah. Because I've got it. Mm. And it's going to be way better than anything yeah. you could have dreamed up on your own. Yeah. And so that was um, in September, that would have been three years. Wow. So it's, been, it's okay. been about three and a half years that I started wow. shooting. My first year in, I still had another job. I worked at a nonprofit in the city and then started shooting weddings on the side and kind of just testing the water, seeing mm-hmm. how I felt about it. And then my second year, I booked double the amount of weddings I had in my first. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to go all in. Mm-hmm. Wow. It, I yeah. mean, it's nothing I could have done on my own. Not that I'm not yeah. working hard for it and being intentional about trying to get better. But yeah, God's hand in my life on this has been just mind-blowing to That's me. That's awesome. Yeah, I, it's really cool. I remember from your wedding vows, because I filmed your wedding, and it was so good. Yes! Um, best videographer! <laughs> oh, I had so much fun. <laughs> and, like, really, like, I still look back at that, and I'm like, man, we took some, like, some risks or things that, like, even now I'm still trying to get back to, like, yeah. just with the lenses or the movement and just, like, different things that we were doing. So, yeah. anyway, I had such a good time. It was such, like, a fun, just, like... Well, and it was in Florida, right? It was pretty I mean, stellar. Yeah. What, month, what month was that? December. Yeah. It's a pretty good time to be in Florida. It was amazing. Yeah. So it was. I, I remembered from your vows, you said to Brent... um, this wasn't part of my plan. You weren't part of my plan. Yeah. And you kind of echoed that with the photo thing. Like, yeah. Do you see yourself as like a, a plan person? Like, Oh yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, really when people talk to me about marriage, just speaking about, you know, our wedding and what marriage has been like, because we've been married a little over five years now, December was Woo! our five year anniversary. Well, um, one of the biggest things that I've learned is just to be more open-minded, open-hearted actually, and be flexible and allow God to work because when you're too set in your own plans, it's like you shut off and you can't hear him when he's nudging and you can't see the little things that he's doing to point you in directions. Um, And then sometimes he just has to downright slam a door in your face and you're like, okay, 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 sorry. The slam door for me was probably the first year of our marriage. I mean, I can't even tell you how many jobs I applied to. Mm -hmm. It was the most discouraging time in my life. And they weren't even jobs that I was insanely interested in doing. I just wanted to help contribute to support our family and get out there into the working world again. Mm -hmm. I went from having two jobs, an internship, a full course load in school to then nothing. Hmm. Just like cooking doing laundry, (laughs) trying to figure out what it is to be a wife and having like way too much time on my hands to Mm. think. And yeah. So what were some jobs that you were going after and they just kept closing? I mean, I don't even know. 
retail jobs. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of administrative because I am a very planned person. Yeah. I'm very detailed. I'm creative, but I'm also administrative. Yeah. It's interesting combination. Um, so I've always done administrative type work and I worked retail a little bit through college and high school as well. Mm -hmm. um, and then eventually I started working for a local nonprofit that works with survivors of sex trafficking. Mm -hmm. um, and that was a really eye-opening, moving, challenging, hard time. Mm. And I left that job, really felt the nudge to leave because I, when you work in a small nonprofit, um, there's never enough people. That's a common thread, no matter, yeah, no matter what it is, there's never enough people. And so you're always stepping in and trying to fill in the gaps where there's need. Um, and my job turned into something that I really just wasn't good at and I wasn't excelling and I, every day I felt not enough and I wasn't doing a service to the organization and I wasn't doing a service to myself either. And I struggled mm. with it probably for longer than I should have because we obviously needed some financial support from that job that it was bringing in. But I finally realized, okay, this isn't the right place for me. And it was so cool to see how God brought in this woman who's been there since I left, which it's been four years almost now. And she has done just a phenomenal job and had, you know, all the right qualities and really excels in the position. And then when I left, I started working for another nonprofit um, in the city that again was administrative, wore a lot of hats there. Um, they do a lot of economic development, community development, neighborhood revitalization, a ton of things in the city. Um, and that was really fun. And I loved that. And when I was there, I thought, oh, my word, I could see myself being here for a really long time. And I was all in and super excited, loved everyone I worked with, loved the work I was doing. And then I kept getting wedding inquiries. <laughs> and it was like, what's yeah. going on here? And that was so there was a period of time where I was figuring out how to listen to God um, in the little things and the big things. And because I had gone through not to go into a lot of detail, but just certain times where I hadn't listened, I'd figured out what what I was doing during those times. It was trying to plan, trying to take control, um, you know, trying to be stable financially. That's a mm. huge thing in our world today. And it's really hard to take a leap when your financial stability is in the balance. <laughs> and um, he, yeah, I mean, when I took the leap, he has stepped in and shown up time and time again not really knowing financially where things are going to happen. Like last year, like there were times where my computer hard drive failed on me. Like I needed to get like a whole new hard drive. Yeah. And it was like a couple hundred bucks that I didn't really have. And then that morning as I was going to take it to the Apple store, I got like inquiries for like family sessions. Yeah. And it's just like, I didn't know that was even going to like, going to be an option, something like that yeah. coming in and out of nowhere, it yeah. essentially covers the bills. Well, and the cool awesome. thing about that is that, and I, I'm continually reminding myself and Brent has to remind me because he is a lot better being sensitive to these types of things. I get lost in all the tasks and stuff that I have to do in the day. And it's hard for me to just step back and see, okay, yes, this person sent this inquiry to me, but God's behind it. Like mm -hmm. he's, yeah. he's taking the wheel and he's providing. Yeah. And when I let go, he will step in. Mm -hmm. I don't have to figure it all out. And it's just, man, the coolest. Yeah. It's the coolest feeling. Yeah. Really. I have a story of like the converse or the opposite of that. Like I was going through a season and I go through this uh, to be realistic, probably twice a year. I hit kind of these different points, but this one particular season, like 
things were just uh, harder. I was trying to control more. Mm -hmm. I was like really trying to kind of like, you know, like gripping tight to anything I could get. And it was difficult. And um, I had this like vision or something pop in my head of like this one guy. I was going to go do a job and I had him pop in my head and uh, that he was praying for me. And I was like, well, this is strange. I didn't even know he was a Christian or anything. So through our interaction, he starts talking and he had worked for maybe it was Habitat for Humanity, but he was like really involved with getting fun funds raised and stuff. Yeah. And so he, he was just asking me how I was doing. I kind of started to open up to him and he was like, yeah, I had to walk through that when I was um, like in the nonprofit world and trying to raise funds and knowing that my living was dependent on it. Mm-hmm. And just that like ultimately like what you said, God's behind these people who come in and Mm -hmm. it's ultimately up to him. Like it's kind of like a surrendering thing of Mm -hmm. like, okay, if this person says no or whatever, that's fine. Mm -hmm. God has something else going on. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was so difficult to wrap my brain around and it still is, uh, but such a good freeing thing when you're just like, God, I do not quite see every literal detail to this plan that you have, but I'm just going to step out and be totally terrified and see what happens and like the ways that he provides for us. Um, And I know, yeah, tell us maybe a little bit about your story. Like as you started to step into photography more, like, cause I think for a little bit you were sort of like, do I do this? Or like kind of that dance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can say 100%. I never wanted a business ever. Mm -hmm. That was just not something that was even in, my frame of reference. I don't really, I don't know a lot of business owners. I didn't grow up around people who had their own businesses. Um, and then of course in walks my husband who went to school for business, has a passion for business, loves to see people thriving and succeeding and being challenged. Um, and so, I mean, I can honestly say, Yes, God would have figured out a different way. It maybe would have taken more time. But without Burn, I would not be where I am right now because it came to a point where he said, no, you need to just do it. Mm. You need to just go all in. You can't be half in somewhere and half in here. Because again, you're not doing yourself a service. You're not doing God a service because you're not allowing him to really um, grow you. Mm. And I couldn't, I mean, one of the things that's, with things that's most important to me in business is that it remained personal, mm-hmm. that clients feel valued yeah. before every session, every wedding, every meeting, I pray and I ask God, please help me to have a heart for these people mm-hmm. that you have. Help me to see them how you do. And um, that's just something that's really important to me mm-hmm. um, in all my interactions, but especially in the business, because God's given me this amazing platform to meet people from all walks of life that I never would have interacted with otherwise. Yeah. So back to your question, it really was Brent that said, you're not doing well at anything you're doing mm. right now. I love you, but you're not. Mm. And I wasn't. I mean, uh, I can't tell you how many frozen pizzas (laughs) I had Brent eating in a week. I mean, it was just, it was rough. I wasn't a good friend. (laughs) Like, I wasn't a good wife, you know, because I I had myself in too many things. And even though I meant well, it took someone else saying, hey, like, you need to just 
be all in on this. God's mm-hmm. given you this opportunity. And I, I always go back to that, that it wasn't something that I did on my own. Mm-hmm. And not that that's how everyone's story needs to be. Yeah. Um, there were points where I, there, I was certainly striving and working more hard to bring in inquiries or interact with different people and branch out more. But ultimately, it was incredibly clear that God was working and yeah. bringing people. And so Brent just said, he's in this. Mm-hmm. He's in it all, but he's in this. So let's just do it. Just yeah. do it. Don't worry about the money. Like, don't worry about the uncertainty because mm-hmm. all of that, it just, at the end of it, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It really doesn't. And that's, you know, another thing that's just really important in life is to remember all this stuff in developed countries that we get mm-hmm. preoccupied with. Yeah. It's just, mm-hmm. it's okay, but it's meaningless and yeah. people are what matter. And so, yeah, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. It's like, wh- why are you holding yourself back? Because you're afraid that financially it's going to be hard. Yeah. When God's just laid this opportunity pretty much in your lap mm. to be around people, to yeah. experience intimate, amazing moments with them and capture them and give them something that they're going to hand down to their kids and their children's mm-hmm. children. And yeah. I mean, it's it's monumental. That's awesome. It's insanely it's, amazing. Oh, it's so crazy to yeah. like compare my mom showing us pictures of like her grandparents. Yeah. You know, those old yeah. sepia. The 20 yeah. photos yeah. they had from their wedding yeah. day. Right. It's like, <laughs> it, oh I don't God. think it really dawned on me until like now that that's yeah. kind of like what we hold. Yeah. Well, it's really easy cool. to forget because yeah. it's, it's not that it's a bad thing, but we have Instagram, we have Facebook, mm-hmm. we have all this media that we're sharing and connecting with people with that we forget that, you know, at the end of the day, if all of that fades away, couples that we're working with, families, they're going to have these tangible prints that they'll, yeah. you know, have for yeah, a for, long time. It's so not true. just about, you know, getting, I mean, that's a huge thing and I won't get up on my, <laughs> my soapbox for this, but yeah. it's... Sure, I love it when I get, you know, a lot of good feedback from people about an image, but ultimately I don't care. I don't mm-hmm. care if it's yeah. like, ooh, this is super cool and I'm getting hundreds of likes. I want couples and people who are in front of my camera to feel that I've captured them honestly, to feel mm-hmm. that they've been valued and that I'm not just projecting what I think they should look like mm. in a pose or in an image. Yeah. And I think that's like, that's so important. Bring in because the fire. Which, which really, so it's awesome. so, so hard true. though, yeah. because of course yeah. I want to get published. Like, of course sure. it'd be really yeah. cool to have a hundred thousand followers on mm-hmm. Instagram yeah. or a thousand likes on my Facebook page. But yeah. ultimately like that stuff just doesn't matter. Yeah. But daily, I'm mm-hmm. sure you guys go through this too. Yeah. You have to just oh, yeah. be like, okay, get your head on straight. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, two, mm-hmm. two things. I, I have a story about, not really a story, just like a, a fact. But two, I think it's so cool that you, your your heart really shows in your Instagram. And I think that's really cool. And the thing is, you probably get most of your inquiries from Instagram, I imagine. Is yeah, that I right? mean, I don't have it like, I'm not good with numbers. So I can't give you an exact <laughs> percentage. No, that's fine. It's just like, yeah, it's I so mean, cool to 90% see probably. Yeah. Wow. And like, yeah. what's great is, what well, I mean, yeah, it would be awesome to have like, 10,000, 100,000 followers. You <laughs> yeah. don't have that. But no. that's, it's so cool that you get that many inquiries directly from Instagram. So it's it's showing that like yeah. your heart mm-hmm. is really obvious and that's good. Yeah. And the um, other thing, That's good to hear. That's yeah. I mean, that's the goal. So yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. And Thanks. the other thing I wanted to say was just like a little tidbit. You talked about how like social media and we have all these images. And we it, yeah. we kind of desensitizes us to um, 
what a picture is. Yeah. But if you think about it, our generation is the first generation that is going to have images from birth until we die. Yeah. Because of like our parents on mm. cell phones taking pictures yeah. like Wilder and Kai. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. man, that's yeah. so weird. It's crazy yeah, to I think mean, about. Because like, yeah. there's periods yeah. in my life where I don't have photos of. Right. Because it was film and yeah. my parents didn't take photos of me and yeah. things like yeah. that. Yeah, well it so. wasn't as easily accessible. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, it is a really, it's a really cool thought. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, actually, I just posted a picture the other day. Someone tagged me on Instagram to do five the facts. Five facts, yeah. yeah. And um, one of my favorite pictures ever was when my parents first met me at the hospital. Mm. I was adopted, and so yeah. they were called in. It was like the middle of the night, the middle of August, and um, someone took a picture of that, and it's it's like something that I treasure. And so I just think about these moments that someone took the mo the time the moment to capture me in and i'm like that is crazy hmm. i'm doing this for other people mm -hmm. yeah how amazing is that mm -hmm. it's so awesome that's awesome that's making me like teary-eyed <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah i love that and i was gonna echo that also is like one of the i mean like obviously we're already friends i've already i already know you yeah but I do think like the huge thing that stuck out to me was like your voice on Instagram in re regard to your couples. Like you're just so genuine and passionate and you can tell it's not just like, it's not fake. Yeah. And not that there's anything yeah. like wrong with, with this particular thing. Like, cause I think different people are just different, but like some Absolutely. people like have these like, I know I tried to force it at one point of like, I should have all these like love quotes. Cause I see what all these yeah. other photographers have available. And yeah. they're, they're all poetic and they're trying to like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have out. you ever like sat down on Google for exactly. 30 minutes and you're like, yes. what is the perfect quote yeah. for this? Photo? Yeah. Love poetry quotes <laughs> by Google, Google quotes on nature. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So there's that whole thing, yeah. which like, whatever it is what it is. But, I love like your ability to know specifically what each client like brings or has or like what you see in them or what you experience during the session and their interactions. Like that voice has been so authentic and just heartfelt mm -hmm. and like um, passionate about that, that I think that just goes such a distance like miles in setting you apart because it's like this is specifically andrea this isn't thanks uh yeah whatever so yeah i just think that that's so awesome like what are some things that you um so you pray you know before interactions is there anything yeah. else that like just what are you looking for in clients that hits you or you know what are some of those things this is kind of a bunny trail but so I went to college for anthropology, which I mentioned is the study of people and culture. Mm -hmm. And so when I approach a client, you know, say a first wedding consult meeting or something, um, I'm kind of viewing them as a couple as like a micro, a super micro culture, because they have this unique story mm -hmm. of how their lives have, you know, come together over the years. And then even just like approaching the session and then an engagement session, for example, um, and especially with weddings. I mean, every wedding is unique. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of similarities that are kind of across the board for a lot of yeah. weddings, but they're all, every day is so unique. And so I think that's what gets me really excited is, um, you know, getting to interact with them, hearing their story. That's a big part of 
um, sessions for me, especially engagement sessions. That's primarily what I do. I do some family and stuff too, but it's usually for people that I know or sort of know from the years. Um, but with engagement sessions, I love to just talk to them about who they are as individuals. Um, you know, what they love about each other and that unique personality and their story thinking about, when they first met, I love capturing, I mean, some of my, some of my favorite photos and you'll see a lot of them on Instagram. If you ever look, um, are just like in each other's faces laughing and smiling. Mm, And a lot of times those emotions are, I'm not saying, Hey, fake laugh. And there's nothing wrong with that because yeah, I do that with wedding parties at every wedding because it's hilarious. They think I'm a dweeb, (laughs) whatever. I love it. You get a little, you get a little smile after. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of times that's me asking a question like, okay, so on a scale of one to 10, how beautiful did you think she was when you showed up at your first date? You know, things yeah. like that. And so maybe asking more lighthearted questions and then mm-hmm. digging in like, hey, what's a moment that you guys were really proud of each other? Yeah. That's the stuff. I mean, that's the stuff. That's man. awesome. That's mm-hmm. the good stuff. And so I think that's what helps my images be about more than just how they look and for the couple to be able to look back and think, oh yeah, like I remember how I felt. I remember Andrea laying yeah. on the ground, rolling around, like asking us really heavy questions <laughs> while she took pictures, like that type of thing. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It gets me excited that hmm. I get to help create, I'm not in charge, but I'm a part of creating more memories with them. And mm-hmm. then I'm capturing like who they are in their element. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, mm-hmm. that's what really gets me excited. That's awesome. It's just getting to know people. I love, in an ideal world, I would have just ample time. I could spend like hours with every couple so we could really dig in deep. Um, but That's definitely one of my yeah. favorite things I see on your Instagram is that you're like, I love it when a client becomes a friend. Yeah. Because it's it like, yes, they're still part of your clientele, but it's like yeah. you have like a really solid friend out for that. Like mm-hmm. people yeah. will often, I'm not saying that everybody should come over for wine or whatever but yeah. it seems like you have a lot of it's people that come coffee over and, and toby snuggles yeah, toby snuggles. yeah. <laughs> i actually have people ask if i can bring toby to their session that's hilarious <laughs> no joke no joke I'm like oh, can man. you bring toby and i'm like mm, he's a little intense <laughs> can we have pictures with your dog <laughs> right exactly were there any particular like wounds or hardships or things that made it really scary to step out um, that was like, uh, like maybe still holding on to something or a hurt or something. Um, that Financial stability was something that I was really sensitive to mm-hmm. and something that probably the biggest fear for my life, just like not having enough or just constantly feeling like I'm just getting by and I'm mm-hmm. constantly in strife. Um, and so I know I've touched on this a little bit about finances, Yeah, it scared me because you don't know. You don't know if you're going to get the inquiries. You don't. And so it really just for me all came back to, you know, not choosing to let fear rule my life because God is bigger than that in all things, little things and big things. Um, But that that was definitely a huge hindrance. And another point where Brent is not a worrier. I mean, not that he doesn't worry or think about things, but he's just, I would never use that word to describe him as a person. There are plenty of people in my life who would say, yeah, she worries. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And I do. I'll, I own it. I do. Yeah. Um, I'm growing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it, it's been really helpful for me to see his approach to life of kind of 
from my perspective, it sometimes I feel like he's a little flippant. Like, come on, Brent, so, just just care about something for so once. Like, I have moments funny. where I'm like, can you just care? And he's like, I'm not going to get worked up about this. That's it's not worth so my awesome. energy. And I'm yeah. like, just be upset with yeah. me for two minutes. <laughs> this is how I need to process. Yeah. But it's been so cool to be challenged by him just not letting worry and fear dictate my decisions. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, there's a difference between like, okay, I'm going to jump into a pool with no water and just taking a leap of faith. Like, yeah, you have to be, yeah, you have to be reasonable, but it's, it's fear is just, man, it's just rampant Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it just has to be looked in the face and been like, yeah, Jesus, like you don't rule my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mic drop. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Did that answer? So freaking yeah. good. That's that's my biggest, that would probably be my biggest thing is just like fear of not having money coming in. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. interesting. There's so many different fears and like being a small business owner, there's yeah, yeah. there's like fear of not making fear. money. There's fear of rejection. People fear hating of your photos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sending it's, a gallery that you're like so amped about and yeah. they don't even respond and you're like, but... Do you oh. like them? And then five weeks later, they're posting on Facebook about how much they love them. And you're like, you could have just sent like one just little email. Like me. they're okay. Like they're yeah, fine. Yeah. We don't hate them. <laughs> it's crazy. The ups and downs. Yeah. yeah it seriously is like yeah. we beat ourselves up over like little yeah. things. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any encouragement on that that note? I mean, you're fine. You should. You should have to worry. Thanks, thanks. I'm, I'm glad to be fine. I'm very glad. Uh, I, and we're all gonna be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I mean it's true. It's true though, Gabe. Because I love when you were saying earlier about you know when your hard drive you needed to go spend yeah. like hundreds of dollars and you yeah. got those inquiries. Mm-hmm. If you're not sensitive to how God is just working in every minute detail of your life it's really easy to miss and it's really Mm -hmm. easy to get overwhelmed and just feel like all this bad stuff is happening. Mm. But those little things, they mean so much. Like they're really actually pretty huge. Yeah. Yeah. In in that hard drive situation, I don't think I necessarily saw that as like God providing financially for me. I kind of received it from another friend saying that like, that's God's way of saying keep going and keep shooting and just like keep pursuing photography. But like if if you couldn't pay for your hard drive, uh, what are are you going to do? You can't pay for your hard drive. Thank you. One one last question I for did. Andrea. Um, one last thing you wanted to say. Totally. So, what's something that you would encourage somebody um, creative, somebody stepping out? Um, they're gonna step out, like start a business or something. You know, they have this dream to pursue. Would you give them any any thoughts from like your experience? I'm gonna answer this, but not really answer it. Good. I think it's hard to give a, a general. Yeah. Um, encouragement just because everyone's situation is so unique, but, um, I mean, really ultimately it's just, it's just about like, Hey, you've got, you know, only so much time. The biggest thing that someone said to me that encouraged me is that, you know, you can always make more money, but you can't get back time. Mm -hmm. And so if there's something that you really, you know, have a passion for something just like laying on your heart and you want to, go for it but you're scared and maybe it's not money maybe it's it's something else but um you can't get time back so just try Hmm. like what really is the worst thing that could happen yeah it's not that bad yeah brent says that to me all the time what's the worst thing that could happen if you try this Mm -hmm. and it doesn't go the way that you thought it would yeah oh yeah it's not that bad i had worked it up in my head Mm. that it would be like the end of the world but it's really not yeah it's not so just go for it Go that. for it. And also surround yourself with people who encourage you. 
mm-hmm. and don't talk down to your dreams and things that you care about. Um, it's really important to choose people in your life. Um, I don't mean that in a mean way, but you have to have a balance of people who are challenging you in an encouraging, loving way mm-hmm. um, and helping you to get to the next level and continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Perfection. Love that. That's great. Well, what did you. you just say, Ken? Perfection. Okay. <laughs> I felt Ken, like Ken, everyone Ken's listening a, yeah. should have heard that. that he'll, voice he'll whisper a things under his breath. That's not true. All the time. No. Uh, well, Andrew, we want to thank you for coming down and to the studio and, and joining us on the podcast. We it's really appreciate fun. that. Yeah, it's been great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank Bye. You Thanks for listening to the Hingework Podcast. Hingework is a creative co-working space in the heart of downtown Lancaster, PA. Find out more at www.hingework.com.